Welcome to the Israel Daily News Podcast. I'm your host, Shanna Fold, and I'm here to get you caught up quickly. I've got some top news stories for you today from Israel, and guess what? You're listening, so you're already on top of your game. Survive and thrive, people. Knowledge is the best weapon. Today is Wednesday, April 27th, 2022 in the Gregorian calendar and the 26th of Nisan, 5782 in the Hebrew calendar. Now, let's get to the news. A year after Lagba Omer's crowd crush at Mount Maron, officials are now making massive changes for the celebration coming up. Last year, thousands gathered on Israel's northern mountaintop called Mount Maron, and there was a chaotic stampede. People trampled over one another in an effort to free themselves from the pandemonium of the crowding, and 45 people died. The gathering was a celebration at the gravesite of the second century rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, who is iconic in Jewish history. Each year, parties and pilgrimages happen on that mountaintop, and last year's event turned out deadly. One of the changes coming out to protect people's safety this year include buying a ticket for the event, which never happened before. This is a new requirement, and the ticket will give people a time frame for which they are permitted to be on the mountaintop so that they can't stay endlessly. The attendees will also be given transportation to and from a nearby parking lot, along with limited time at the event they're allowed to be there. Food will also be distributed at the event, and vendors are prohibited from distributing food on the top of the hill. Changes were presented by Brigadier General Sviki Tesler, a supervisor for this year's festival appointed by the Religious Services Ministry. Private vehicles are prohibited from entering the site now, and there will only be one bonfire at the event, unlike in past years where there were many different bonfires all over the mountain. This year's Lagba Omer holiday starts on May 18th, Last year's tragedy occurred on April 30th. Four Syrian soldiers have been killed and three were injured in an Israeli airstrike near Damascus. That's according to Syrian state media. It was the third Israeli airstrike in Syria this month, and it happened in the early hours of Wednesday morning. In early March, Israeli strikes near Damascus killed two officers from Iran's Revolutionary Guards. Israel does not typically comment on specific airstrikes in Syria, but sometimes does acknowledge them. A separate Israeli military drone crashed in Syria on Tuesday, by the way, but the IDF says no sensitive information was lost and that there was no risk of intelligence being exposed due to that attack, that drone crashing down. Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's family will start to pay for their own food after a public outcry. Reports stated that the Bennett family paid 87,700 Israeli shekels, which is around $27,000 of taxpayer money per month on expenses, specifically delivered meals, cleaning, and workers to the private home in Ranana, where he and his family live. Bennett's offices reported that former Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu spent far more, around 280,000 shekels or $86,000 per month 
on the prime minister's residence and on his personal home in Caesarea together. Critics say that Bennett's decision to reside in Renata has caused millions of shekels in security costs, but apparently the Shin Bet asked Bennett not to move residences because they are currently working to improve the security at the Jerusalem Prime Minister's residence. The Shin Bet says that the costs to protect Bennett in Renana are similar to costs from protecting any other Prime Minister before him. If you are getting caught up on your Israel Daily News, we'd like you to send over a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. The financial support that we get from subscribers helps us maintain our show, and it helps us to continue to grow and try to reach new audiences. Subscribers will get a handwritten thank you note and a little poem that I write myself to let you know how thrilled we are to have your support. Thank you for your interest in Israeli affairs, Israeli politics, or world politics. We have one link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that That'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check that out at israeldaily.news. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Two, you can share the show with a friend. And three, you can follow us on Facebook at israeldaily.news. And you can follow me on my personal Instagram at Shanna. Fold. My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at Israel Podcast. I want to say that I have received some messages on Instagram from listeners who are sharing their support, letting me know that they love the show, that they're getting caught up on their news. And every message that I get like that just inspires me and encourages me to continue. And it it is it's the most important thing for me. So if you have a word for me, feedback from me, criticism from me, please do send me a message. I appreciate it. And I also want to say that I had a very fun and exclusive night last night. I first went to the ambassador of the Netherlands. He had a soiree um, to celebrate King's Day, which is a Dutch holiday. So I went there and shook some hands. And after that, I hosted an event for new Olim Chadashim, also meaning immigrants in Israel. So I had about 40 to 50 newcomers meet me in a gallery in Tel Aviv where we had wine and cheese and it was great fun. And I even sported a little scarf from a local Russian-Israeli designer. She is called Para Ruk, and I wore her scarf to the events, which was really cool and very exciting for me, and I took her business cards for me for anybody who had questions about it and wanted to see more of her stuff, so that was very fun for me. A little, another announcement, this evening marks the start of Yom HaShoah, or Holocaust Remembrance Day. Here in Israel, it's recognized as a national holiday, and on 10 a.m. Thursday morning, a siren is going to be loud and present, commemorating the 6 million Jews who were murdered during the Holocaust. And this is a national holiday here in Israel, so if you hear some sirens, do not fear But do stand in place, stop moving, stop your car, stop working, and just stand up for the siren and recognize and pay respect to those who lost their lives during the Holocaust. That is happening tonight. If you haven't packed yourself up some food or got yourself things that you need, stores are going to be closed tonight in Israel, Wednesday night. So make sure that you have everything that you need. A 4.8 magnitude earthquake hit Cyprus Tuesday night, and it was felt in the Israeli city of Haifa. 
According to the Euro Mediterranean Seismological Center, the earthquake hit 20 kilometers west of Lefka in Cyprus. The last time Israel experienced earthquakes was just months ago in January 2022, when two earthquakes hit northern Israel. When that happened, Beit Sha'an Mayor Jack Levy told Army Radio that up to 10,000 people could be killed due to earthquakes in Israel. Experts say that the country is completely underprepared to deal with a natural disaster such as earthquakes. On July 4th, the American rapper 50 Cent is coming to perform in Tel Aviv's Menorah Mivtachim Arena. 50 Cent has produced 57 singles and 7 albums and has acted in 27 films. The rapper made an appearance at the last Super Bowl halftime show as well. Tickets to his concert went on sale early this week and sales started at 349 shekels, so that's just a little more than 100 bucks. The last time 50 Cent came to Israel was in 2006 for his world tour. The concert is already gaining traction and comes after two years of international travel and events being limited due to the pandemic, so we haven't been able to host a lot of artists here. People are really buzzing about this. I see it everywhere. News outlets are gobbling it up. I plan to be at the concert myself. 50 Cent is from Queens, New York, and I am too. I grew up not too far away from where he spent time, and I would love to be at that concert, so I expect to be covering it for you here at the Israel Daily News Podcast. All right, well, that is it for today's show. Today is Wednesday, April 27th, 2022. Tel Aviv has a low of 15 degrees Celsius and a high of 23 degrees. That's 59 degrees Fahrenheit for the low, going up to 74 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News Podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in a few personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my personal life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. You can sign up for that on our website at israeldaily.news. Thank you to our interns, Perry Schwartz and Arid Skolnick, for writing some of today's stories. I'm going to send you off today with a song by Erica Kroll. Have a great and productive day.